Have you wondered if it is your hormones or your diet or medications that you just came off or any other circumstance that is causing your insomnia? Well, if so, you have come to the right episode. Today, we'll talk about something that I was actually shocked to see that we didn't have a video on, and it is sleep disruption versus insomnia, something I think is actually key to, to understand you know, this inner struggle we call insomnia and, and also how to leave the struggle, of course. So with that said, uh, I just want to reiterate uh, this very, very common question I get. And it is, you know, this one, are my hormones, Lyme disease, my diet, sleep apnea, medications, noisy neighbors, stressful life situation, why I have insomnia? And of course, this is not a question from one person, hopefully not. Sometimes there are a lot of things going on though. So, you know, it could be like a short version of this, but, but what I want to get to is that this, these are very common questions. And for me, it is actually quite easy to answer this question. And hopefully in just a few minutes, it will be just as easy for you to answer this question. And uh, to, do, to do so, or for that to happen, you know, I, I broke this, this class into five sections. And it is going to be uh, what is sleep disruption, what is insomnia, how to tell them apart, why this matters so much, and a little summary Sounds like a lot, but I think we'll get through this actually in less than 10 minutes, I believe. Because again, we start digging, it, it is quite, uh, quite, um, quite obvious. And by the way, Letters of the Nato Nation, now available as an ebook. I promised uh, it would be, and now it is. So short little announcement there. All right. What is sleep disruption? Well, to me, sleep disruption is choppy sleep, you know, difficult sleep, like we're, we're not sleeping well due to an expected non-thought-related disruptor. For example, night sweats. If we're sweating, if we, if we sweat at night, if we wake up in a puddle of sweat, we all would have some trouble sleeping. We would be uncomfortable. Maybe we want to change clothes. Maybe we want to change you know, the, the linens, etc. It, it, it's, it's like regardless how we think about that, we would all not sleep so well in that in those circumstances. And not only does this apply to night sweat, but stress, for example, is the same. Any human who is stressed will not sleep as well. Uh, anyone who's ex exposed to like a lot of noise could have some trouble sleeping. Many, many health conditions affect our sleep. And, and many, many, like literally thousands of other circumstances have a predictable, expected effect on our sleep regardless of how we think about them. To me, this is a sleep disruptor. Again, it has nothing to do with how we think about the situation. What is insomnia? So now we're in, already in the second, you know, second chapter here of, of our little class. What is insomnia? Well, to me, insomnia is an ongoing self-perpetuating struggle that is rooted in the fear of being awake. In other words, it is how we think of being awake at night that drives our struggle. When we think being awake at night, it means something is wrong with us. It shouldn't be happening. We will have a terrible day. We're afraid of this. That makes us do things and those efforts to try to sleep makes us have more trouble sleeping. And this becomes an ongoing struggle. Another way of saying this is like when we're scared of something and we do something to not be scared, we, we reinforce the idea that there is something to be scared of, scared of, and the fear keeps us awake. We become more afraid of being awake, et cetera, et cetera. This is the ongoing struggle that we call insomnia. Now, keep in mind though, this is our definition. This is the definition we use. 
another common definition of insomnia is just kind of like, uh, you know, based on how many times per week you don't sleep well without looking at the root cause of that. And of course, this can cause some, some confusion. Often on this channel, we have comments that say, like, hey, Daniel, this is not right. I've read that insomnia can be caused by sleep apnea, for example. And it's true. If we use that definition, if we use this sort of like a, the standard definition of insomnia, then, you know, uh, uh, hormonal troubles could cause insomnia because if the definition is just like, oh, if you don't sleep well more than three times per week for more than three months, then you have insomnia. Well, then, of course, you know, what we talk about here doesn't apply. So keep in mind that this definition of insomnia that we just went over, that is our definition of insomnia. In other words, in our teaching, insomnia only comes from a fear of not sleeping, from a fear of not being, uh, not, um, not sleeping, from a fear of being awake. So again, in our, in our teaching, the, there's only one thing that can cause insomnia, and that is the fear of not sleeping, which takes us to the third chapter here, and that is how to tell them apart. And we just talked about one. So I actually listed A4, A, B, C, D, uh, ways that you can tell these apart. And this is uh, the reason I'm talking about this is, of course, that I hope it will be helpful for you to tell uh, apart sleep disruption from insomnia. So it is A, A is what we just talked about. If there's no fear of not sleeping, then what we're dealing with is, is a sleep disruption, you know, just by definition. And, you know, related to this comes B. If we aren't questioning why we had choppy sleep, it is a sleep disruption. And, you know, when I say that these two are related, it is if there's no fear, then we're probably not, not you know, then we're not going to wonder. We're going to be like, of course. But if we're scared, we're going to be like, I wonder if it's this, I wonder if it's this, I wonder, I wonder, you know, I'm puzzled, I'm curious, like what was going on, right? That, then, then if, so, so again, if there's no questioning like that, if we just like, yeah, of course I had choppy sleep. This is a sleep disruption. Now see here, you know, of course a sleep disruption could keep us awake all night if we like, I don't know, we had a, we broke a leg and it's super, super painful, you know, that could happen of course. But a question I often get is this one, like, hey, Daniel, like I, I drank a lot of coffee yesterday and I was up all night long. Could that be, could that be sleep disruption from the coffee? To me, it is unlikely, you know, most times sleep disruption, they cause some choppy sleep. It takes a while to fall asleep. We can, you know, not, not, you know, we don't sleep well, but if we're kind of like wide awake all night, just in the state of like, what's going on, that's insomnia or that's probably insomnia. Right? So I want to say is that if we're awake all night long or many light, many sleepless night in a stretch, to me, very likely insomnia. D, if we are puzzled, bewildered, wonder why, probably insomnia, which we already talked about. Now, four here is, why am I talking about this? Why did I say I was shocked? We haven't talked about this in a video before. Why do I think this matters? I think it matters so much because when we approach one thing in a way that's not suitable, you know, it can be quite tricky. For example, when we approach insomnia, like a sleep disruption, we tend to get deeper into the rabbit hole no matter what happens. And what I mean by that is, for example, somebody who uh, actually has insomnia, actually has been really scared of not sleeping and, and is thinking like, oh, maybe it's my hormone levels. You know, I'm kind of perimon perimenopausal. Maybe it's my hormone levels. If this person thinks it's probably hormonal, let me try some hormone replacement therapy. Treat like approaching insomnia as a sleep disruption, 
then what can happen is like two outcomes, uh, kind of two immediate outcomes. One is like, it worked, which actually leads to more confusion and struggle. This is somebody who took that hormone replacement therapy, slept well, and doesn't realize that that's delegation, doesn't realize that it's like taking something and thinking like, now I don't have to do anything about sleep. The effortlessness leads to sleep. They don't. They may not realize that because again, they approach it as sleep disruption. They just are kind of like, oh, that that's it. It worked. That's great. But it leads to more confusion because eventually the fear that was there is gonna is gonna resurface again. We're gonna be like, how how is this making me sleep? Like, how is this? I hope it works. And then eventually the fear comes back. And now we're like, oh no, it stopped working. And now you know we're in this process of like trying to avoid fear, trying to make ourselves sleep. And we try something new and then that kind of like maybe works, then stops working or it doesn't work. And then we're kind of just more and more confused. We don't understand what's happening. We become bewildered and we're not understanding what we're dealing with. And when there's this level of mystery, our fear grows and we, we have more trouble, more confused and more struggle. Going back to that, that person who's like, it's probably hormonal, let's, let's try some hormone replacement therapy. Uh, the second outcome is like, it didn't work, which also leads to more confusion and struggle. Because that person's like, why didn't it work? You know, I, something must be really wrong with me. I have to try something else, you know? So when we're approaching insomnia as a sleep disruption and try something to make ourselves sleep, like regardless of the outcome, we tend to get deeper into the rabbit hole. So this is why I think it is so important. Now, let me actually kind of kind of pause here and say, this is why I think it, this lesson is so, so helpful. Because regardless of what it is, if we think it's our hormones or noise levels outside or, uh, you know, our diet, if we don't understand what we're dealing with, we tend to get deeper into the rabbit hole. Now, of course, I, I, I will say I hardly ever see what we're going to, what I wanted to mention. But for completion's sake, I also want to say that when we approach a sleep disruption like insomnia, we may miss an opportunity to make life a little bit easier for us. You know, it is like like this one, like, oh, I just have to deploy acceptance that I wake up briefly every hour. Well, maybe this person is snoring a lot and is like, you know, a little bit overweight and, uh, you know, uh, has other, has sleep apnea. Maybe this person has sleep apnea and a CPAP machine could help, you know? So of course it can go two ways, but in, in our channel, like when I meet people, it, it, it tends to very much to be the other way around. Somebody who thinks that a, a sleep disruption, uh, uh, something is a sleep disruption when, when it's actually insomnia, you know? So in summary here, we have seen that, you know, there are thousands of factors that can, that can create sleep disruption, but only fear of not sleeping can create what we call insomnia. And when we're kind of willing to take a look inside and, and, and we're honest with ourselves and see what we're dealing with, then we can make the decision that leads to where we want to be, which is of course the pace of peaceful sleep and peace of mind. And if you're maybe new to the channel here and you're like, okay, I think I think what I'm dealing with is what you call insomnia here, what should I do? Well, all the videos here, all, all the teaching here is for you. So in that case, just learn more and, and nice things will come your way. And if that happens, if thanks to our free content here, you're finding your way to where you wanna be, then please let us know. Leave a comment in the comment section. On the other hand, if you're finding that things are not easy, you're not seeing how things, uh, you know, how teaching fits your situation, if you'd like some support and guidance on your path to where you want to be, then please 
head over to our website, thesleepcoachschool.com, check out our coaching options. And if you decide to join, we look forward to seeing you on the other side. With that said, I, uh, again, want to thank you for being here and look forward to having you back real soon. Until then, onwards and inwards.